Welcome to the new School of Success. I'm Nick Maytash. And I'm Julian Rosen, and we are here to flip the game of success on its head. No more hustle, no more grind. Just the tried and true principles to help you win at life on your own terms. Class is in session. All right, everybody, welcome to the first episode of the new school of success. And today, Nicholas and I, we are going to speak about why this message, what we say today and what we say every day is going to be mega important for you, the success minded, the purpose driven person who's just like, I have more potential to fulfill. What's the best way to bring it to life? Because Nick and I have been on our own journeys for collectively probably a decade or more. Um, trying to build our version of success. And a lot of people out there are kind of teaching it wrong or kind of forcing a lot of BS on people. So we put our heads together to give you guys the powerful truth so that you can build success on your own terms. So it doesn't have to be your dad's version of success or Instagram's version of success, but you, listener, Beth or Greg, or anywhere in between, but if your name is Beth or Greg, you're probably like, oh God, he knows me. But so you can actually just take this vision you have in your head of what makes you happy and you can start living it. So I want to introduce my co-host, Nick Maytash. What's up, Nick? Man, Julian, what a, what a lovely way to kick this thing off. I love you. You called me by my government name, hit me the whole <laughs> Nicholas, like I was in trouble or something. But yes, uh, Julian and I have, have been chatting about the concepts that you're going to hear on this podcast for years now. We would check in every month or so. And recently I was just like, dude, we need to lay this down as a podcast because the conversations that we have, um, they don't need to be behind closed doors. They need to be out in the open. So people like we were back when we met a few years ago that were trying to create whatever, you know, you want to call success. We were coming at it from a place that a lot of people come at it from, uh, from what we experience, what we see within our coaching businesses is, you know, there's a lot of hustle, there's a lot of grind, there's a lot of trying to acquire things and attain things and, and get to certain titles so that they can feel like they've created some form of success in their life. And the conversations that we have are, are not in that light anymore. It's much more um, looking within, much more creating it for yourself uh, emotionally and energetically and, and being able to take all of the principles that you and I have discovered over time of, of working on ourselves and working with other people uh, and, and use that in this platform of the podcast to allow and, and really just enable anybody that has a commute to work for 30 minutes or has a gym session that they want to jam out to and, and really dig into the things that we have discovered work for us and work for our clients and bringing that to you for free because the podcast, the beautiful part about it is all free. Oh, yeah, and zero dollars and zero cents. You'll notice, wise listener, that we've selected this title very purposefully. The new school of success, meaning that this is the improved, this is the elevated, this is the AOL 6.0 wow. of success school, if you will, <laughs> not AOL 5.0. That was lame, but we intentionally named it the new school again to go back to what Nick was saying, to go back to what I was saying, like. I kind of feel like we were taught wrong in terms of whether it was our parents doing their best or just the stuff we absorbed through society and school. Like we've kind of been taught wrong when it comes to success. And so 
I'm speaking personally, I don't want to speak for Nick, but I think he will agree that the more I've been able to kind of untangle a lot of these preconceived notions about success and what I have to be and what it has to look like, the more I've removed those pressures from my life, the more goodness, the more actual success has rushed in, um, in terms of fulfillment, in terms of joy. And the funny thing is like, and all of the generic indicators like money and status and, and, and opportunity, like all those flow in as well. But, you know, you're just not white knuckling them or stressing about them or obsessing about them as much as you were taught to. So, Nick, what does the new school of success mean to you? Well, you kind of alluded to it. It was a lead in statement and question because I will agree with you that <laughs> that uh, we have been taught wrong in some some sense in terms of how to acquire the feeling of success. And I think that also the approach, not tactically but also the the emotional kind of engagement with this this pursuit of success at least the way that i've seen it the way that i've experienced it way back when when i really started this journey for myself was it was very serious it was very i oh, need yeah. to get this done i need to you know hunt for whatever i'm i'm going to go out and get in this world and i think you and i were going to bring this to the table in a way that is digestible it's accessible and uh, lighthearted. We are not trying to intimidate you or use fear-based tactics to you know, create the life that you desire. We want you to have everything you want. We want you to create everything that you desire, but we don't want you to white knuckle and we don't want you to stay up late and stress about how to create the life you, you want because it really, it doesn't have to be that way. And I think we've all been sold that you have to outwork everybody. You have to stress about it. If you're not exhausted or working yourself to the bone that you are not doing enough. Like Gary Vee said that if you're not working 14 hours a day, you're a loser. Are you telling me that there's more than Gary Vee's way? I think so. I think so. And um, yeah, I mean, Gary wow. Vee is kind of a, a god amongst the, the social media personal development elite and I think he has some good ideas, but in terms of how he's created a success, and I think this is a pattern that we, we see also, we just people look at their parents or they look at their environment they grew up and they look at everything around them. They look at the stimuli that those people that created what they would deem success and they assume that that's the only path. So Gary Vee, yes, he's got this big company. He's got millions of dollars. He wants to buy the jets. Cool. And then they also parallel that to his 14 hour workdays and how much he's on social media and how often. He's, he's doing all of these things, and we assume that that must be the only way. So we get caught up in this subconscious idea that I guess I, I have to just grind my way to it because that's what I've seen, whether it be that you've seen Gary Vee do it on a social or if you've seen your parent work very, very hard to create a living for your family, it doesn't have to be that way. And I think that's the, the entire premise of, of what we're getting into in this podcast is it never has to be the way that you've seen prior Evidence does not mean that it has to be the experience that you have moving forward. It doesn't have to be a copy and paste situation. You can create your level of success, your idea of success on your own terms. And I think that's, that's something that you and I both resonate deeply with is, you know, we, whatever we have created in our lives has not been created through some template or blueprint that somebody sold us on. I think for you and I both, it has been an unraveling and coming back to who, who we were in the first place and coming back to how we can do this on our own terms and, and be goofy and be silly and be all the things that we were before we made this decision that we wanted to be successful. 
and not letting that get lost in this, this crazy and endless pursuit. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I'm picking up what you're putting down. And that, and that leads us to our first main topic. Now that we got our pleasantries out of the way, and you guys know we're not a bunch of schmubs, we want to talk about this notion of enough. Because you just alluded to it as well. We were having, I remember that conversation, man. We were like, man, the more I learn about how to, again, like, and when I say successful, I just mean being able to bring your vision to life. That's all I mean, right? Success is being, having, and doing what you want to be having, right? Right. The more I learn about the actual ways to create success, like, the more I learn, like, it's not out searching in the forest for this holy grail that's going to complete you. It's, it's leaning into the things that you've known all along, these passions, this skill set, this, this better way of doing things and seeing things that speaks to you from within. Like, the more successful I've been is in direct correlation with the more I've leaned into that voice and brought it to life. And I think you'll agree too. And so this, this notion of enough, I think is needs to be just marinated in everybody's brain, right? Just like a dry rub of a brisket, right? Like it just has to be, um, well, the first, like you just have to entertain it first because that's going to disrupt some of these brain patterns that just have been running on autopilot. So we hope that this, that this conversation disrupts some of these autopilot patterns that have been running due to just social conditioning for your whole life. But again, I think most people have been brought up under the false notion of scarcity, meaning Correct. there's not enough. There's only so much to go around. Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to grind, hustle, and claw for what's yours, and simultaneously, more is always better. So a lot of people, it's like, it's, it, 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 it kind of blows my mind, but at the same time, it makes total sense why stress, anxiety, depression are an all-time high when we're totally being fed that there's not enough to go around, there's not enough, but more is always better, right? So we're left in this position of, it doesn't matter what we do, what we have, what we accomplish, right? Like, there's always more. There's always more. And if more is better... If more is better, then somehow I'm inferior. Ugh, I don't like feeling inferior. I feel incomplete. What can I do to feel more complete? Uh, I can go accomplish more. I can distract myself on social media or Netflix. I can uh, X, Y, and Z. When in reality, like, take a look around. Maybe you have enough. Now, is there more to have, be, and do? Yeah, there always is. Does that make you a bad person? No. Does that make you a failure? No. Right. And so for me personally, a lot has changed and a lot has changed from my clients as well. When I'm like, yeah, we're always going to be in this constant state of evolution of mm -hmm. personal growth. But that doesn't mean you're not allowed to enjoy the fact that you have enough right now. Right. Like you may not have your neighbors enough. You may not have Gary V's enough. But like, does that really matter right now when all your needs are met on some level? Right. Like, and so, and let me know if you agree with me. Operating from the place of I have enough versus I'm incomplete and I need more to feel complete. Like it changes the ball game mentally. It changes the ball game emotionally. It changes the ball game energetically. And when you're showing up at a elevated state mentally, emotionally, and energetically, Nick, why don't you tell me what tends to happen when that's how you show up every day? Let the people know. See a couple things I want to touch on before I even get to that. So you're going to have to remind me of that is one, we all, tend to get these generational hand-me-downs from our parents and generations prior to the people that we love and, and cherish the most. We assume that they're telling the truth, so we just trust them. So I want to just take this back a generation or two, like your grandparents or your great-grandparents, people that are listening to this right now, 
they lived through the depression and they experienced something that created scarcity, right? And then they had kids and they communicated to them that there's not enough to go around. And then we can, again, just continue to pass down this mm -hmm. idea of scarcity over and over and over again, except for the conscious few that are, that are checked into what's going on in, in the world in 2019, that there's plenty to go around. I mean, money isn't even backed by a, a paper, uh, a piece of paper or by gold anymore. It's just a, a number on a screen. So yeah. there's plenty to go around, but if you just trust the, the generation or two before you that there's not enough to go around, of course, that's going to be the experience that you create. That's going to be something you wake up to and stress about every day. So one, understand that it's not anybody's fault necessarily, but generational hand-me-downs are a real thing. They just, they're beliefs that we trust in, in, in our parents and they, you know, they find our way to us. So that's kind of where we are. We're in this, this subconscious just trap of, of scarcity. But if you can be conscious enough to understand that there's plenty to go around and really acknowledge all of the abundance that lives and breathes in the nature that you are a part of, and you show up from that place, and I am enough, like I don't need anything else. The beauty of that, that place is you remove the neediness and the desperation from your, your pursuit of whatever you want. And the way that I love to talk about this with my clients is like, let's talk about neediness for a second and think back to high school when you were that awkward kid trying to get a date with someone. And if you approach someone and use the energy you have of, to try to get dates, what are you, a nerd or something? I am. <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was definitely the awkward I was nerdy. To get dates. Right, anyway, so you approach someone and your energy sounds like this. Please validate me. Please date me. Please see me. If that's your energy, that's your desperation, that's your neediness that, that needs someone to kind of see you and validate you as a human being, it often repels the opposite person. It's, it's a repelling energy, right? But if you instead showed up with, I am enough as I am, I am confident and certain in, in who I am as a person without needing anybody else to deliver that to me. Now, I, I know that 14, 15 year old kids don't have this conscious thought, but if they have the energy of certainty and confidence and all of these things, they tend to do okay. Yeah. They don't have to clamor for, for anybody's attention because they know in the moments that they are enough. And if we can just copy and paste that and parallel that to our adult lives and and really find ways to step into what we are and who we are and know that that's enough as it is and not expect or want anybody else or any other circumstance to validate who we are, we can experience the same level of success. And I'm quoting, I know it's an audio file. Air quotes, air, air quotes. Quote. Yeah. Uh, like if you know you're good in terms of your, your needs are met emotionally, mentally, physically, everything else is just a cherry on top. And if you, go after what you want as looking at it as a cherry on top, knowing that you're okay as you are, it can be a beautiful energy to try to create something from. Um, so yeah, that, that's my angle on that is it, it removes the neediness. When you're not needy, everything gets a little bit easier because you don't have that kind of, uh, that stressful energy of this needs to happen this yeah. to, to come my way or, and then you go into the spiral of what's going to happen if it doesn't. And that's just a dangerous and dark place to be in. Yeah. We get out our crystal ball and start projecting doomsday scenarios and then trying to create solutions to problems we don't even have yet. So, yes. but don't think I forgot about the original question, which I was. I back to it. I don't know. You, you tell me the original question. I want an answer directly, which Fine. is, okay, when you're operating from that place of, hey, I do have enough. Hey, my needs are met. It elevates your mental state, your emotional state, and your 
energetic state, if you will, right? Yeah, you did kind of allude to this, but what is, like personally, what is life like when you're showing up from that place? Just, just, just paint a picture for the audience. For the, for the audience. <laughs> I mean, when I show up taken care of and I know that I'm enough, mm -hmm. I can... I can give to others without need of some kind of reciprocity. I don't need my wife to give me the love because I have the love, I have the self-love, and I know that she's in my life, that's wonderful. I can give my daughter all the presence and attention in the world because I'm not worried about what's going to happen within this time frame if I don't go and work on my business or do something else. I am, I'm set, and yeah. when I'm all set and my cup is full, as a lot of people love to say, I can pour into others and I can give to others uh, in my family, in my community, um, and just make sure that from that place, from that energy, I can really make the world a better place. And I know that sounds cheesy, but if you're not taken care of and you're not enough within yourself, you're only going to show up as a, a fraction of, of who you could be. So it's just really raising that state, raising that energy for yourself, treating yourself to that and mm -hmm. taking care of it. I know you wrote a post recently about being selfish. Like, yes, be selfish. Oh yeah. And take oh, yeah. care of yourself. Because only from that place can you give to others selflessly, genuinely, selflessly, because you're not worried about yourself in that. You're just taking care of other people because you're already set. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's a nice, it's a nice way to experience life. And and that's the thing. Most people are operating under the pretense that well, I'm not, I don't have permission to feel that way until my bank account looks like this or my house looks like this or my social, my pictures are getting this much likes. And so a lot of people, right, they're like, once I have the thing, then I'll have the feeling. And again, I think you'll agree with me, my life has astronomically changed on the outside because on the inside, I, I switched up the order. I started to assume a feeling without being anointed it. I started to say like, wait a minute, I can choose to feel this way. I can choose to, I can choose to feel proud of myself. I can choose to feel accomplished. I can choose to, to deem myself a good, worthy person. Sure. And I'm like, oh, wait, here's this nice feeling. Here's this nice <laughs> cocktail of hormones and neurotransmitters that are reminding me of the feeling I'm assuming. This is nice. And I didn't, like, I, like, I just, I felt so silly because like this whole time I was withholding all of this goodness for myself. It wasn't locked away in a box somewhere with like a troll guarding it. Like I was the one, I was the one keeping myself withdrawn from it. And I was the one who got to uh, reward myself with it. Nobody else. And so I, I want, I want, because when people hear that, whether it's on a post or it's a client or it's, it's, it's you're at a Tony Robbins thing, right? Like <laughs> people are like, yeah, but how, like, how do I do it? How do I do it? Like how? How do, I, how do I feel it? How do I feel it without the money? How do I feel it without the person telling me I'm sexy? How do I, how do, I do it? How? 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 And so before I give my answer, I want to hear the Maytash answer. The Maytash answer. Um, the way that I would phrase it, and I, I, um, I mentioned this in my book, was that... Oh, Nick has a book. I do have a book. Product placement. What's it called? Product placement. It's called Moving Past Mediocre, Unlocking oh. Your Mind to Create the Life. Where could you get it if you wanted to read it? You could find it on Amazon, my friend. You can oh. find it on Amazon. We'll, we'll put it in the show links. We'll make sure that you guys can find it. But Literally, a drone can drop it at your house in three hours. How fantastic. <laughs> um, All right, go on. What I was saying was... <laughs> what I had said was... <laughs> what I was going to say was that... There's a certain sense, a certain 
<laughs> amount of emotional laziness. And I know that sounds harsh, but if you, here's the thing, engaging with or creating an emotion within yourself is easy when it's given to you. So like when you have the money in your account, of course, you're going to feel secure. When you have a wife staring in your eyes or a husband staring you in your eyes, it's easy to feel loved. When you have all of these things that are evidence of, of that emotion that's supposed to be there, it, it's easy. But when you don't have it, you have to up your game emotionally. You have to stop being not lazy, I guess, again, harsh. Dependent, dependent. Dependent on someone else giving it to you. Yeah. Like you can be imaginative and think of and visualize and really step into. Where was I, Julian? You were saying emotionally dependent, mm -hmm. but you personally can step into it. You can visualize it. You can see it. You can choose to embrace it. Because... Uh in reality, you don't actually need the object to feel the thing. It's just we've been taught that. Right. And the way that I, I talk about it in the book is that you, we all watch movies, we watch TV shows, and it gives us an emotional reaction. It gives us some kind of emotional charge, especially something that is, uh, you know, about love or about death. Like Titanic. Like Titanic. Sure. Yeah. Or like uh, one, of, one of my favorite shows, and I'll say this willingly, is This Is Us. Like, we watch that show. And it charges us up emotionally, but the people that are on the screen are fictional. They are fake. They're not real. I know they're, they're humans that are acting, but it's, it's not a real scene. Yet we are emotionally charged within our seat in our living. So we can have things that are not currently in our space, not actually happening to us. Yeah. Some kind of emotional state. So why can't we do that for ourselves? Because that is exactly what you were just talking and alluding to, which is how can I kind of boil up these emotions for myself, even if I don't have evidence of the money in the bank or the weight loss or anything yeah. like that. You can drum them up by treating your life and your future and what you want to create like this is us and creating mm -hmm. a scene that's going to give you some kind of emotional charge and, and bring you to the emotional state, even if that thing is not sitting right in front of you. And it, it might seem like it's hard to do. It might seem like, well, I, I'm not a writer for This Is Us. How do I create something that, that is that compelling? Like, you know what you want. You know what you desire. You've sat with it. You've, you've punted it down the field. You've acted like it's not worthy of you. You've done all of these things. But somewhere in your mind and in your heart, you know what you want. So create a scene. Write it out. Meditate on it. Do what you need to do that's going to give you the emotional connection to its completion. And once you do that for yourself and do it frequently, don't just think one hit of it's going to, you know, give you the emotional state permanently. It's a practice, but you can create that emotional state by dreaming up the scene of you accomplishing everything that you want. And when you have that happening, you match the emotional state of your eventual result. And I know that sounds very high up there and woo wooey, but a quote that I love to kind of reference here is a lot of people say, dress for the job you want, not the one you have. You've heard this before, Julian? Have you heard this statement? It's, yep. That's why I wear a t-shirt and a backwards hat every day. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm joking, but yes, I get it. And I totally understand. And you, so that idea, everybody like throws that around, like it's, it's nothing, but yeah. all it's really saying is show up as the person you want to become. Yeah. Stop showing up as the person you currently are. I mean, if you want to stay exactly where you are, cool. But I would assume if you're listening to this podcast, you want something different, something bigger, something more evolved. So just like someone would tell you, dress up for the job you want, not the one you have, 
show up with the emotional state of the person you want to become and live in that place, even if the, the circumstances aren't around you. Yeah. When you do that, you become the person that, you know, is, is supposed to be within yeah. the results that you wanted in the first place. So that would be the place that I would start is, is really starting to create the scene for yourself. What is it going to be like and yeah. feel like? And rewinding that and going through that in your mind and really trying to live in it, even if it's not there in front of you right now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's an awesome quote from Neville Goddard, which I know you and I both just geek out on Dr. Goddard. I don't even think he's a doctor, but he should be. Yeah, um, Dr. Goddard. And he says, an assumption persisted upon will harden into fact. Meaning like, back to the the back to the job thing, right? Like if you dress a certain way and you start acting, you start aligning your actions and you start aligning your thoughts with someone who is already in the position that you want, right? The thing you desire, you start dressing as if, you start acting as if, you start assuming as if, yeah. right? Eventually, reality has a way of conforming to that, right? And we're going to get into the, the, the internal powers of the human soul slash being we'll get into that in future episodes right and yeah some people may be like oh this is getting too woo -woo it's not it's real quantum physics look it up but we're not going to go there yet but yes when you start um same thing like we could use fitness right like if you start aligning your time and your energy and your thoughts with evolving your body right you start thinking as if you see that number on the scale or you start thinking as if you you hit that number on your lift right and you start aligning your time with it you start training as if that it, it's a matter of time you start acting as if you know you start treating your body you start eating as if you are already at that peak state it's it reality will conform to what you are projecting upon it right like and i've seen this hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times in my own life, in the lives of clients, in the lives of people that I've been reading every single day for the past like three years, it just happens, right? And so the reason why, and, and we kind of got, I don't want to say tangent, but we've gone down the hole pretty far, back to the original point of why is it important to understand that you're already enough is because when you are operating as if you're not enough and you're on this never-ending journey up a hill to find enoughness, you're living in a state of lack. You're living in a state of scarcity. You're living in a state of, I'm not enough. That's why I'm on this journey to find mm -hmm. enough. Right. And if you are living, breathing, thinking, I'm in lack and I, I got to get out of lack, the only thing your subconscious mind is picking up on is lack, 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 mm -hmm. lack. And if your subconscious thinks it's true, it's going to find its way to be true in your real life. So you're going to find that you never have enough. You never have enough money. You never have enough time. You never have enough energy. You never have enough validation. You never have enough opportunity. Why? Because you're hammering your brain with there's not enough. You're hammering your brain with lack, 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 lack. And what you marinate your brain in will find its way into your reality, right? And so why is it so nice and fun and important to just assume you're already enough to assume that your gifts are powerful to assume that your journey and your story and your flaws and your struggles and your strengths are enough is because they are. And when you can operate like they are, boom, life reflects back to you that you are enough by giving you enough. And Hey, that's a fun thing to be right. Like how fun is it to wake up, be yourself every day and get rewarded with enough. I think it's pretty fun. I've had a blast the last couple of years, right? It's a good time. Yeah, it is good. So I think as we start to put the kibashi on this last episode, on this first episode, geez, Louise, <laughs> the first We're of already many. already done? It's the over? The first of many. As we put the kibashi on this, what, 
I would like to end with is, and we've kind of already done this, so maybe it's just a circle back, but I would like to just give the listener, Beth or Greg, maybe there's a John out there, God willing. Maybe a Joey, sure. Joey, welcome, Joey. Leave a review. Um, <laughs> what is one thing, like one like tangible takeaway? Like, not like a grand hoo-ha, like change everything, but like, hey man, you're driving in your car, you listen to this. What's one thing you can do when you get to your desk? What's one thing you can do when you get home from the gym? What's one thing you can do before you turn on the office, right? Like, what is the one thing? Here's my one thing for you. Listener, Greg, Beth, Joey, John, whatever. Leave a review. Leave a Leave review. review, Beth. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> uh, my one thing is there, and, and I am certain that this is the case for anybody that's listening to this, because again, if you're here and you're listening to us two schmucks talk about the new school of success, that means you are here to, to grow your life in some way. So you have one goal in mind. I'm sure you have more than one goal, but there is one big one. I'm sure whether it's health and fitness or your business or your relationship, there is something that's calling you more than anything else in life. Pick that one goal, know what the tangible thing is that you want. And then from that tangible goal, do a little digging, like a little, little bit of digging, like take a minute and just consider what emotional state is that thing going to give you if you complete it. Can you so, give me an example, Nicholas? Sure. Let's just say that your goal is to, to go on a, uh, a cruise of Europe, let's say. You want to go on this big trip. Okay, now, often, travel, when you get there and you're in it and it's completed and you're, you're really experiencing the travel, that is producing a, an emotional state of just feeling free, right? You're not at work. You're not tied down. You you're are on the balcony looking out over the Mediterranean. Correct. And you mm. are probably saying, I'm king of the world. Is that what Leo DiCaprio says? Is that That's, gosh, I don't know. He's so good looking. I, I, I don't I actually hear his words. But yeah, yeah, something like that. He is king of the world. But yeah, there's freedom in that. So there is freedom within your goal. There's always this emotional backdrop to what you want. Yeah. So figure out what that one goal is, whatever that big thing that, that I'm sure is resonating in your mind as I'm speaking. Dig into what that's going to give you, whether it's freedom or love or peace or joy, whatever the emotional state is that you know is probably going to, to be produced from the experience of it. And wake up tomorrow and do something that can produce a hit of that emotion. Stop waiting for the freedom to come from your vacation. Find something that you can do, whether it be like going for a walk during lunch instead of sitting at your desk and eating it you know, scrolling through Facebook or, you know, checking out for a half day so you can go play around a golf, do something that can produce the sense that you are free. Because at the very baseline of it, you are free to do pretty much everything. You have the freedom of choice to do whatever that you are doing today. You may have just chosen to do it because the consequence of not doing it is scary. But you are free in all senses of the word. You might just need to ignite that freedom within you by doing something, like going out into the world and trying something that's going to ignite the freedom. So whatever emotion comes up from you from this little thing that I'm giving you, do something tomorrow that's going to produce this sense that I am love, I am free, I am peaceful, whatever it is, because you want to ignite that feeling so that you know that you're enough as you are. You don't have to have all of the, the shiny uh, you know, the objects that we're all chasing. You can have it right now. You are enough. You are enough as it is. 
Cool. Very cool. Thank now, my little tidbit actually amplifies your tidbit. It's a one-two punch. So you can do these together. So a lot of people, when they first kind of approach this, they're like, am I, I'm allowed? I'm allowed to picture that goal? Like, I'm, I'm worthy of that goal? And so you need to give yourself permission. You need to understand that, yeah, you're worthy of that goal because you're here. If you're a human being, living, breathing, you have the desires, like, I'm not better than you. Oprah's not better than you. Like, we're all made of the same stuff. We're all capable of the same stuff. So, yeah, even before you start to envision that goal, understand that you have every ounce of greatness and potential and strength and willpower to actually be worthy of it. You are worthy of it. The reason you can envision it is because it's in your ballpark, right? Like, if you couldn't wrap your mind around it, it's not for you. So, if it's speaking to you, if you can see it, understand right then and there that you are enough to get it, you are enough to have it. And it's your duty to spend time absorbing it and feeling it because it's on its way to you and you're on its way to it as long as you continue to really embrace this emotional state and start to align your, your energy with it. So um, I would say before you even start to envision you know, yourself on the balcony of the ship, first just say, I deserve this. Like, shit, I deserve this. I'm good enough for this. Like, I'm worthy of this. And this goal is worthy of me. Like, it's a match. Now it's on. Right. And so a lot, cause a lot of people do it and they're envisioning it, but like deep down the voice is like, yeah, but you're not going to get this cause you're not worthy of it. Cause you're a dope. Like, no, no, no. There's are no conditions here. There's no, yeah, buts like see it, assume it, claim it and embrace the feeling that it produces. Yeah. And you're going to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, well, I think that's episode one or zero or whatever we want to call it on the, uh, the, yeah. the thing. Um, one last call to action would be follow us on social media because like I said, we want to marinate your brain in goodness. So, you know, one to two of these episodes are going to come out a week, but Nicholas and I are putting out free, powerful, well thought, valuable content on Instagram almost every single day. So, yes. so you can follow Julian at Julian underscore fearless life. You'll see a picture of me. Follow me. Nick, where can they find you? You can find me at Nick underscore moving past <laughs> mediocre. And there will also be a picture of me. So follow me. Super straightforward people. So Beth, Gary, John, Joey, and the hundreds of others out there, we would, <laughs> we want people to find this. We want people to see this, consume this and use this. And people don't find us if there's no reviews because there's some algorithm that thinks we suck unless we get reviews. And if it thinks we suck, it won't show us to the good people looking for powerful info. So if you could, if you liked us, if you thought we were funny, if you thought Nick had great hair, but you can't see him, he just, he just sounds like he has great hair. He does. Please like, subscribe. Leave us a review because, A, you're going to feel good about helping us feel good, but also more people are going to find this info. They're going to be able to consume it, and they're going to be able to make their life better. And it's just when their life's better, it's going to come and make your life better in some way, shape, or form because we're all connected. We'll get into that later. So it's a Nick, win, 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 win. Any closing remarks, Nicholas? My closing remark would just be this. I, I, I totally agree with Julian. Yes, please subscribe, and please leave a review if you found any value in this whatsoever. But as we all are um, phone centric and we love our Instagrams and we love our Facebook, if you could share it on social media in any way, capacity possible, tag us, let us know that, or, or let us know not that you listened, but let us know what you got from this episode. What uh, cheesy line that myself or Julian threw out there that resonated with you? Um, because we want to know 
that you're listening, sure, but we want to know what it is that you're taking away from this that we can kind of double down on in episodes to come so that we can give you exactly what you need. Uh, we don't want to just riff here and, and hope that it hits home. We want to make sure we're hitting home with every episode. So share this on social, tag us, and let us know what you got from this episode because that's only going to make this show better. It's only going to help uh, us find other people that we can touch and, and you know, help as well. So that's my closing remark. Awesome. So we've both closed. Technically, this episode should be over, but here we are rambling. So I'm going to end it by saying thank you for listening. And for all of you that are doing all the things that we encourage you to do, thank you for that as well. That does mean a lot to us. And we will see you next time on the new school of success. Adios, amigos.